this podcast for some reason i'm not hearing myself properly i'm recording this audio but i can't hear myself properly what the fuck is going on oh man i was making an introduction does my voice sound weird i smoked some weed so i feel like my voice sounds a little weird but i can't hear myself the fuck oh i fucked up the introduction okay um hi readers welcome to the 15th 15th <laughs> 15th episode of the something bookish podcast i'm your host amin and this is the podcast where we talk about books and reading either with a guest or in a solo play type thing solo plays are quite good i do recommend <coughs> uh, i do recommend some um, solo play at least once a day to keep your head straight Ooh, did i just rhyme oh fuck okay okay um so this episode is going to begin the series where i have guests Yay, we finally had guests on the show. Oh, well. <laughs> I was going to keep this really short, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was planning to keep this intro very short because we have like 45 minutes of fun. Um, I'm interviewing Jite of the Now Booking account on Instagram. I'm going to put the name of the account in the show notes so we actually know who we're talking about because I know this is just yeah I'm just talking now I don't even know what I'm saying but I know we have a guest and that's what I'm here to introduce you to about for I don't even know my oh fuck okay I've done too much talking without further ado let's meet Tite woo Yeah, I can hear you. Hi. 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 I can't believe I'm just talking to you for the first time. I know. It's so it's so weird. I feel like I've known you for ages, but I don't think you've <laughs> spoken verbally. Yeah. I mean, we've been mutuals for like a while. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Honored to be on it. How are you though? How are you feeling? Yeah, in Nigeria, yeah. living in Nigeria, Lagos to be specific. So I feel it's very important to ask in light of everything we've all been going through. How are you? I think if I don't say like the words Nigeria, if I don't hear the word president, mm. if I don't think of Lagos or like if I just think like I'm floating in the atmosphere, <laughs> like not really from anywhere i think i'm fine but like anytime i see certain words anytime i think of the events of last week i'm just enraged every time i just see the lying and the consistent yeah. lying i just it's like i just want to it's oh gosh i just can't but yeah i'm i'm, I'm okay i guess i'm fine i, I suppose i'm better yeah. than last week for sure yeah um, me and, i can actually i can confidently say i'm better than last week because yesterday yes. the last week i was in mess yeah. And that's why I pushed yeah. for us to have the interview this week so that yeah. we could do it a little distraction, really. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Because like, <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to. Last week was just... Last week was, I was just angry at life and yeah. everything. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. So, since this is the podcast where we talk about all things books and reading, today we are just going to focus on your life as a mm-hmm. reader. And since you are the most voracious reader I know and the fastest reader I know, because as of last count on your Instagram, you are at book 187, I think. As of the last post, yeah. 187. And we are just about to enter November. First of all, how the fuck do you do that? Please share your secrets with me. Yeah, I'm just going to dive right in. How do I, how do I, how do I read? Don't have any other hobbies. Don't really <laughs> hang out with friends. Don't really watch TV. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> don't speak to people, be incredibly introverted, say no to every social gathering, live in a quarantine, be incredibly stressed and have reading be your crutch. Like those are really my recommendations. If you want to read 187, I think it's like 194 <laughs> now. But if you want to read like 194 books by October, that's the plug. Wow. <laughs> the plug. Yes. But wait, what is this business about not watching TV? Is it you just don't like um moving pictures or it's just you can't deal with um video? Okay, let me let me give you an example of what my no no I I don't not no I don't really watch TV when not like mm-hmm. like I I'm aware of things because people are always talking to you as though you watch but I'm not really one so let me give you like my favorite <laughs> show right now the show I watch the most is on Netflix it's called Outback Truckers oh, I'm obsessed okay. with shows like that exactly your O is exactly my family's reaction <laughs> because everybody is talking about oh Greenleaf money heist. I don't know, something getting away with murder. And I'm like, what about Outback Truckers? And they're like, wait, what's that about? What is that one about, though? It's about truckers who drive trucks in the Outback. You have got to be Australia. Are you serious right now? I'm so serious. And then my parents are like, so my my dad's like, and then? I'm like, no, so they drive the truck in the Outback. I was like, "Uh and then they have drama. I'm like, no, there's no drama. Like, you just drive the truck. And sometimes it gets stuck in the mud. And then sometimes it gets <laughs> like, I like things like I like all these shows where the people's hearts are racing, people are stressed over TV, somebody is shouting at uh, what's that show? Is it uh, the one that's baseball? Uh, oh gosh, it's gonna kill me. Look, uh, people are going to die that I don't remember. The one that is popular that has the books, and people are afraid that the writer was going to die. And he didn't oh, Game die of Thrones. And- wow, Game of Thrones. Thank Rose. you. Oh, Game, wow. of- <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> Yeah. So like you other people are having hypertension over it. I'm like, I don't know. That can never be me. Mm-hmm. You can't catch me waiting for the next episode, the next season. No. In Outback Truckers, let me tell you, every single episode, the goods get to their destination in the Australian Outback. Okay. It's very wow. exciting. That's, Highly recommend. I I, I, I would put that on my list. I actually I think it might be fun. I it's just if I'm like drinking or smoking something and I need like <laughs> something to like <laughs> to bring me back to her. it's so soothing so those are the kind of things I like to watch so like if I don't watch it for like two months I'm perfectly fine you know what I mean like I'm not like eagerly anticipating it I'm just like eh so those are that's maybe why I'm not much of a tv person I'm just not like I don't want the tv to stress me out oh. and I want to meet it when I want to meet it so that's kind of why I don't watch that much TV. It's not really like a. Fascinating oh God, stuff. I just read books. I just read. I don't watch TV like you people. It's not that kind of thing, no. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that's good to know. That's good to know. Good lord. Okay. I just I was adding the um. I was adding the, yes, I was adding it on the Netflix <laughs> list so that I'll I'll get it after this. Now. You have to tell me if you like it. <laughs> I, will, I will definitely <laughs> tell you. And if I don't like it, you're actually in trouble. Okay. 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 Fine. You'll see. It's, it's, it's lit. I am telling you. People underrated. <laughs> so anybody who is going through your Instagram, mm-hmm. um, what you mostly read is romance, um, contemporary fiction, women's fiction. I wanted to pick on that women's fiction thing. As at last, was it last year or early this year? I was just mm-hmm. thinking about the term women's fiction. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It was doing my body somehow. Because it's mm-hmm. like, when 2020, you don't have books written by men even discussing women issues in there being called women's fiction. So mm-hmm. why do you think we still have that term women's fiction and is it doing any good? Is it putting us in a box? Is it not allowing uh, the other gender, men obviously, to read books by women? Um, I don't know. What do you think about us using the word women's fiction? I think there are certain things I think in like with my chest, certain things I feel need to die women's fiction and then chick lit those mm. are two things i just feel like the way they sound they they grate on me now i will be fair and say what one thing i like about women's fiction is that it's talking about a very specific 
type of book, usually a book featuring a female character that transforms in some way in mm. that book where her story is like the main point of the book and usually it's written by a woman. Yeah. So if you like those types of books, it's lazy. So to me, I find it to be lazy labeling, but mm. it's, it's kind of easy to find. Women's fiction, another some people call it domestic fiction. Again, I don't really love the term domestic fiction because you know, but I, those types I, yeah. of those types of things, it's kind of if you like that type of story, it's mm. easy to find another label. But I do I agree that that label is tired. You don't say like men books, men's fiction. It's just fiction. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I guess they market it to women and they want you to feel like, oh, that's the book. Those are the books you should read. I don't, I don't know. I, just, I, I find it really annoying. I think it needs, we need to find a better way to describe what we're describing. I think contemporary fiction could capture it. I think, I mean, I guess it, maybe though. contemporary fiction. Yeah. yeah. I think it could. Yeah. Because that's what mostly it is. And the same thing with, oh my gosh, check with. I just find the name so like, oh, for chicks, it's chicklet for chicks. Yeah, they do that even for movies. And it's like, yeah. well, I, I don't know why people still term Legally Blonde chicklet because I think that was one of the best movies of all time. I agree. But to I make agree. a man watch that movie, it's like, oh, one of these are chick flick stuff. And I'm like, do you understand the kind of life lessons you get when you watch this movie? Like, this is cinematography. Exactly. This is a good script. Like, yeah. Coming yeah. of age stuff, and they just like yeah. box it under, you know, the pink, the pink tag, which yeah. I really. Hate. And a man, and what annoys a man would write a similar. Um, Thank you. Movie. It's a romantic comedy. It's like, what is what again is it now? It's the same thing. That's <laughs> it's, what they're literally it's the same. It's I mean, the exact same. If, if we're going to tag, did you ever? Did you know about the Hangover? The Hangover movie. I know about the Hangover. I Where do hangover. we tag that one now? If we're going to tag it. They just tag it on that comedy. It's just comedy. They'll probably call so it. But if it was not, if it was girl strip, then it's chick lit. It's chick, yeah, chick lit. It should not maybe broke or something. I don't know what we should start calling this kind of the hang. Bro lit or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's this question I've been wanting to ask you for a while. Well, I think you've answered it before on my mm-hmm. blog. So people who have read your interview on the blog will probably remember. Romance has gotten a bad rep in these parts. We grew up on romance, yeah? It was when we could fantasize and just dream up another world. And then people get older and then reading a romance novel, it's like, oh, you're not reading serious books or whatever. What do you have to say about those people who keep using romance novels as like a buffer or something when they need to relax and be taken care of? I feel like, I, I, I mean, I feel like, I feel the same way I feel about women's fiction and the way it's kind of like, oh, it's just for women and mm. maybe men are missing out on very good books. I feel like romance is looked at some, as something like that, maybe lonely, you know, not very bright people yeah. read and it has like a really I don't know it has a really bad rap and mm. people don't think it's real real reading or real books or whatever it is and I'm I'm very much over it I'm very much over policing what people are reading mm-hmm. it's one of the most lucrative genres that exists in publishing yeah the numbers are beautiful the numbers are, are amazing so many people so many people, so many people read it. It's so empowering. I find mm-hmm. it quite feminist to have stories that are written in which like women always kind of win and their happiness and their satisfaction and their sexual fulfillment mm. and their bodies and whatever it is, is what is celebrated and what is positive. It's not like sometimes you read some books by some of these strange authors and it's always like <laughs> the woman is being you know, assaulted or she's like writing about as if you're writing about somebody who's not a human being and yeah. it's just weird, you know, mm-hmm. if she's a sexual relationship, it's all focused on the man. Whereas in romance, it's more supposed to be like the pleasure of women is is what is the the, the main thing. And I just love it as yeah. a genre because it's like, uh, it shows that it's okay for women to be pursuing their happiness. It's okay for them to end up with somebody who is 
um, a good person. Mm-hmm. And it, it happens that somebody could end up with somebody who is a good person. And I just, I just love the genre so much. I think it's one of the most positive and, and one of the most uplifting and empowering genres you can read. And this world, and this is our Nigeria, and this, oh, not mm-hmm. just Nigeria, this world, the way things are, sometimes yeah. I feel like, you know, you, you need something that is going to give you hope. And it's one of the most hopeful and optimistic mm-hmm. genres that exist. I, I will always be passionate about it. I was not the earliest comer to romance. I started reading, well, maybe I wasn't late, but I started reading romance maybe around like 13, 14, although mm. you hear people say reading romance at like 10. And yeah, I mean, because that's all mama had around the house at the time. <laughs> so you exactly. start where you are. What MMB were you reading? No, Zambu, were you reading at like mm-hmm. 10? That's what actually kind of what time? I was reading. It was M and B. It was News and um, Harley Quinn. It was at Silhouette. Yeah, Silhouette. Wow. Um, and some other ones that if those Avon books. Yes, I know the ones you're talking about. Oh my God! Those ones with the painting and the woman. Wow. <laughs> By an experienced ten-year-old. Reading wise, I'm telling you, and then after a while, I just I think I took a break maybe because mm-hmm. throughout uni and post postgrad stuff, it was mm-hmm. literature all through, so I didn't have time for leisure reading per se. I think my mm-hmm. own reading life picked up again. Books have always been in my life, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it leisurely for some time by the side, but because it was so heavy in my schoolwork. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm a reader. It was around 24 that I decided to heavily invest in reading for pleasure. Like, please, the world, do not stress me out. And because of you, I entered romance properly again. Oh, yeah. Um, Last year, yes. Mm -hmm. I've been heavy on it this year because the amount of romance novels I've read this year, I'm like, oh. Good Lord. I still have another <laughs> podcast episode that I'm going to do for the filthiest romance novels I've read. You <laughs> I should. can't wait. Oh my God. You should. You should. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I know you read erotica, so it's, I mean, yeah, it's not necessarily that. romance, but mm-hmm. that it is a sibling. It is a romance <laughs> sort of, in terms of looking the quest for pleasure and those types of things. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about men writing romance novels? Is, oh, is there God. any you've liked? in the past or um, do you want them to just like face their fronts i feel bad saying they should face their fronts <laughs> <laughs> just say it like this i feel bad saying they should face their front okay to be fair i've read some really bad like i'm not even going to name names like i read and i know last year um i read uh, a really really bad romance novel written by a man it was so bad that i had to like <laughs> highlight section and i was sharing them like in my in my family group that's how bad it, was. <laughs> it was so bad that it's like wait what's going on here but no 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 um i actually read one of the books i've read this month i've not posted it yet but i i probably mm. will at some point i've not been in the space yeah makes sense yeah but um there was this book i read called lead me into love um by somebody called jay brinkley and it's written by a man and i think he did it like a fairly like a pretty good job it's um um, an african-american romance and it's kind of set around the black lives matter movement kind of um and somebody like police brutality and somebody experiencing loss and kind of getting involved in the movement and the their partner not necessarily being as involved Mm. in the movement yeah it was really good it was actually well done it was it was fine it could have been better, but it wasn't bad. I, I, I liked it. So I, I have hope that mm-hmm. men can write romance well. It's well, just I, I haven't I haven't seen any, so I just I, I, I like read like like No, that I've liked. Oh yeah. yeah. I always stop halfway and I'm like, what is this now? Why are you trying to annoy me? And then I just <laughs> stop. Yeah. That's I can't remember yeah. Actually can't remember That's yeah. Names. Yeah, that's that's very much it. Always doing too much and just being weird and writing women as if we are from I don't even know. Mm. <laughs> there are so many TikTok people that actually do the whole men writing romance thing and how yeah. she's soft and hard at the same time and how she's beautiful without no makeup and she woke up <laughs> and without like, knowing it. 
Yeah, without knowing it. And she's not like the other girls because she makes makes her pasta from scratch. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, (laughs) What are you people writing? That not like other girls thing. It really it like it's like me. top word for me. It's like mm-hmm. nails or the, you know, yeah. but even when women are like she's so different from other girls. She he's he liked her because you're not or he a guy tells a hero tells a hero, you're not like other girls, uh. not like other like oh. choke me. I like I can never like you after that. You're just like everything. It's, it's very annoying. <laughs> it's actually very annoying. Nonsense. So so far, what's your favorite thing about reading? My favorite thing about reading. Mm. Okay, well, for me, reading has always been an escape. I can't think of a time I've not been a reader. Um, I remember, like, in university, I was, like, five minutes before, like, I have to leave to go for an exam. I'm, like, so stressed. I'm shaking. I'm, like, picking a book, and I'm, like, reading in the bathroom for, mm-hmm. the, for the blank walls. I'm just reading a book that has nothing to do with my exam, which was, like, in biochemistry or organic chemistry or something like that. But I'm, like, reading, like, five pages just to, like, calm down. So it's, like, my stress relief. So that's one of my favorite things. It's, like, my key uh-huh. to other worlds. It's, like, my traveling place. It's, like, my this world is not okay, but I know in this book, the world can be okay. Mm. It's like somebody, I remember losing my cousin and just like reading um, a book. Like I heard and I was kind of shocked. I just remember coming back to my room and reading for like three, four hours. And then before I could even cry, it's like my, it's like my emotional crutch. It's like where I just go when I don't know where else to go, which is why sometimes when I don't like reading, it's like, what am I supposed to be doing? What do people do? How do they cope with life if they don't read? And I also another thing I like is that I think it also um, has given me a lot of co- more compassion for people and for situations that I would sometimes otherwise have. I can be kind of yeah. judgy. But like, <laughs> kind of, no, I'm, I'm, let me be honest. I can yeah. be judgy. Mm-hmm. But with, I think reading kind of helps me sometimes. Like, wait, you say, come on. You see things that you didn't necessarily um, see um, about people, about situations, things you may have prejudged and then you experience it through a book and you're like, oh, okay, well, I see this new life perspective, which is why I really, really li- like what I've been trying to do in the past couple of years. One of the things that Instagram and being on Instagram, talking about books and yeah. following people about books has shown me is read about people that are not like you, read about people who are different, read diversely, because mm-hmm. I feel like it helps you understand things. They're like, oh, I would never understand that. How can people like that how can people do that how can i think when you read and you read different scenarios it kind of helps you understand that life isn't as black and white as you think it is that's true that's true and we're all human beings and there's like a common humanity that all of us share whether we agree or not agree or whatever the situation may be yeah that's one of the things i love about reading oh that's nice all all those in fact what you just said i'm echoing it i'm I'm (laughs) echoing i'm echoing everything you said (laughs) <laughs> so this is the part where we'll play like, play like a 21 questions type game okay but we might not read 21 questions because you know we don't like to keep the pod- podcast too long have like okay, an now. hour and okay. stuff for this so what i have is i have um questions from like 170 so you will just call out any random number and then i will read out the question for you and you will answer cool okay i can do that all right all right Okay. So let's start. My favorite number is six. So six. Six. Okay. Um, what are you reading right now? Oh, wow. I just finished something like five minutes before we spoke. What of, am of I reading Of course you now? did. Of, are you at 200 <laughs> yet? Have you reached 200? <laughs> no, I'm at 194. I uh-huh. just read something. I finished reading um, Lethal Game. It's a book by Christine Feehan. Mm. It's like romantic suspense. Um and I'm going to probably next read her book called Lightning Game, which is oh. in the same series. So Christine Feehan is this author I've been reading for ages, and she's like maybe my second most read author. I think I've read every single book she's read except her most recent two or three, and she has maybe over 60. Thank and so you. she writes dark romance, and I've been reading dark romance quite a bit since the dark happenings in our country. So hmm. that's kind of the track I'm on right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. I would look out for that. Maybe pick one or two. I always like it when there's a lot of books in the back list for an author. Mm. Okay. So another question. Um, 
let me take 21. 21. What is your worst bookish habit? Reading instead of sleeping. <laughs> That's not a bad habit. Stop that. That is it's not bad. a bad habit. You can't. Nope. Nope. I'm, th- I'm talking stuff like um, not using a bookmark or oh. like, you know, <laughs> like proper bad I'm, habits. Not like sleep. That's like, no, that I'm is super far. So wait, don't brag. Wait, let me, let me, let me. No, it's not a brag. Please, when I say this, please don't think about say brag. Let me tell you why. <laughs> See? I am a 34-year-old somebody, 3-4. Mm-hmm. Once you hit 30, your body falls apart. Everything falls apart. The things you used yes. to do in your youth, I where you were not me. sleeping for days, mm-hmm. you are like chilling, like you are feeling like funky with yourself. You are going for exams. <laughs> you are Those things die at 30. I can feel myself literally falling apart. <laughs> and there I am at 5 a.m. Knowing well that in one and a half hours you you have to be awake i'm there like okay let me just get to the end of the chapter Mm. can i survive a one and a half hours of sleep no i can't i'm short tempered i'm tired and i have a headache so no it's not good i don't mean it as a brag i mean it in the like wow this Mm. is bad but if you want like something like not using bookmarks etc what's the thing i do that is oh not putting stuff back on the shelf like if i take something which is why i don't really like book stacks those types of things i don't like to yeah. do them on, on book, instagram bookish things because if i take it off my shelf it's not going back it's just going to be yeah. wherever i that's not good yeah i mean like yeah that's not good that means if i come to your house i'll probably need to fight yeah, you just see books. Like when I take it off, it's just like on the side. I'll just stack it back on the shelf <laughs> as I, as I, wherever I pull them from. Like that, those days are gone. That I was like, oh, let me put it back in the exact place. Let me mm. do it. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> okay then. Okay. All right. So we move. Um, let me see what number. Let's do forty-five. Forty-five. What is the thickest book on your shelf? Okay, I'm sitting right by my shelf. Hallelujah. And I'm just saying thick as it, I'm such an awkward word now because mm-hmm. when you just reading romance, <laughs> anytime you say that word, it's so awkward. So um, I think it's like Pillars of the Earth. I'm looking at Pillars of the Earth right now and it's looking like the thickest. Oh, that's like how but, many pages if again? That's uh, the Ken Follett one, yeah? The Ken Follett one. Um, yeah, I think, uh, let me pull it off. It is, which means it's just going to stay on my bedside table. It is 973 pages. Oh, that looks oh. good. Please tell me it's hardback. Like, is it hardback? No, it's not. It's, okay. um, it's not a mass market either. I don't know what to call it. It's one of those, um, I don't know what to call them. The one with the flaps? It's the size of the hardback, but it's not. Is it the one with the flaps? Yes, it has flaps, yes. Okay. okay. So I, I get like anxiety when there's a book that big, that is like just cardboard. I, I need it to be hard over so that I can sleep well. Especially when it's coming from the abroad. Why go and see a book that is bent beyond recognition? Let me ask you about hardback. Reading hardback, are you like a normal person that takes the dust sheet off or are you a savage and you leave it on and read? No, no. I like it naked. I don't. I like to read naked, hardback. Naked, naked, naked. Yes. That's how yes. I do it. I just, I just can't. <laughs> because when I see people reading hardbacks with the cover and I'm like, Why? Why, why yeah, are you doing that? It's I bending. Like, thank you. Thank you. It's bending. It's creasing. The top part is getting oh messy. I'm like, I don't get it. I'm a shady mm. person. Like, where is the camera? Who are you? Who is photographing you? We have seen you. You get Like, we've seen it. Like, remove the cup. Keep it somewhere in the house. And protect Especially it now from the like Exactly. Especially nowadays that many of these hardcovers, they like actually do something nice with the Yeah, hardcover. I really like those sexy hardcovers. Like, have, do you have Cersei? Do you have a copy of Cersei? No, I don't. Oh I my goodness. It's one of the sexiest <laughs> naked hardbacks I own. My, what? Oh, because the cover itself is nice. And then the hardback, yeah. they have like these bronzy type thingies. Oh, nice. 
nice. Black. It's, it's pretty. It's a pretty book. It's lovely naked and it's lovely fully clothed. I think if I was a romance novel, there would be something to continue from there. <laughs> yes, there would. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, next question. Um, next. No, I'm going. Okay, I didn't hear that. 16, one, six. 16. Uh, what is, who do you think is the most overrated author? right now let's not go too far like currently it's not even currently to me it's all time and i and i know you would say so i'll just give the answer that it's very to the top of just say it just say it i won't die we have to have so much paulo Coelho and the alchemist talk in this nigeria you know i'm all, have... um you know i'm with you on that train now some people will hate will hate us now for saying this thing but this i i don't get like why I don't understand why somebody would say my favorite book is The Alchemist. The Paolo Alchemist, Paolo. really? Hey, There's no God. problem. Why? Because like, I don't, you, you can like whatever you want to like. What do you like about it? Actually, I'm still reading. I'm like, yeah, you'll be reading it forever. Yeah. And then they give <laughs> you like this quotable why. quote that this inspirate, inspiration people like just pop out with. I'm, like the book is just a book of quotes that they just strung together with prepositions and adverbs. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like that's how you write. And it's not, it's fine if you enjoy like a nice turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. But like that is your favorite book of in the world. Like all the world. That's one. Why don't you just pick poetry? I think I'll be more impressed if you said something yes. else. Actually, it's better if they just in fact take milk and honey as your favorite book. Oh I, I, that's I, I love milk and honey. Yeah. 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 I yeah. do not love that by the way, if you can tell for my tune. But I'm just saying I will take that over. Yeah, I, I get why you might not like it, but yeah, 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 I do. I do love milk and honey. I, I like the, I like what it was trying to do and how accessible it it makes yeah. poetry. True, yeah. true. For someone who is not crazy about poetry, who is always looking for how to understand like poetry more, cause maybe it's because of school. I got tired yeah. of studying poetry, so when yeah, I, I got to my leisure reading time, poetry just never. I I could not. Every time I was reading it, I was analyzing something. I'm like, what are they trying to say? There's something between the lines here. Something is off. I'm like, okay, I don't do this for prose. So maybe I should just stick with what's giving me joy in life. Exactly. And I just exactly. completely abandoned poetry. But, I think that's fair. That's totally fair. And then when I say I prefer spoken word, and people are like, it's not the same thing as poetry. And I'm like, well, I mean, potato, potato. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well. There's a performance element of spoken word that isn't necessarily with poetry. So yeah, mm. I can see they're different in a way, sort of, kind of. They're also similar. Yeah, sure. Okay, so we move. Next number. Let us do twenty-five. Twenty-five. What book are you glad you gave a chance after it's been on your shelf for a while? Oh, oh gosh. Uh, let me think book i gave it chance after it was on my shelf for a while yeah. it hasn't even been on my shelf for that long um, i know there's some things i have had for ages and then mm-hmm. finally i read i'm just going through my kindle now and just trying to see what what um because it's hard to say okay so for example i'm looking at like the death of vivek oji i pre-ordered that but I mean, then, the book just came out, really. You cannot use that one as qualified. But I didn't read it when it came out, right? It, I didn't read it when it came out, but yeah. Um, let me see. I gave it a chance. I was like, no, I don't know if I'm going to. Hmm. I'm trying to think what did I read recently that I'm like... Oh, 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 oh. There's this romance. Um, I need to go to my Instagram to find, <laughs> to find what it was. There's this romance, the one that had the girl from Belgium, um, Belgium East, that's the one by um, Janie Keys. I had that book on my Kindle for like, honestly speaking, it was over a year. Oh. And yeah, like I, I had it on Kindle Unlimited for over a year. Mm-hmm. And I would like delete it and put it on like my 
like wish list or not wish list, like my Kindle Unlimited list. And I'll put it back. I'm like, oh, I'll read it. I'll read it. And I just kind of felt, you know what you say, just give up. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a page or two. I'll give it like a chapter, let's say more accurately. And if I don't read it, I'll just drop it forever. And then I read it and I really liked it. It's about this girl um, from Ma uh, Malian uh, or heritage girl mm -hmm. who lives in Belgium, a very conservative Malian family. And she meets this guy who's an MMA fighter who's Belgian and white. Oh, wow. And she's been through a divorce. She had an arranged marriage and she went through a divorce and it was very traumatic. And she meets this guy and she's keeping him a secret from her parents and um, like kind of how their relationship goes. And it talks a lot about like maybe Africans and mental health and African immigrants and their mental health and their relationship with their new country and their relationship with their parents' home country. And it's just very, very interesting, even though, uh, and it was doing a lot, like a very sweet and, and breezy romance, but it's also doing a lot like emotionally and talking about important things. It was really well done um, for that mm -hmm. genre of book, if people like multicultural romance. That mm -hmm. one, yes. Belgian Beast, Janik. Oh, I think mine would be, um, what's its name? I read it recently, it has been on my shelf for ages. Um, the Secret okay. Life of Bees. Is it um, Secret Life oh, of wow, Bees? Yeah. I've had it for for years. <coughs> Excuse me. I've had it for exactly. years. Well, there's a movie. There's a movie. I've, I've not even yeah. seen the movie. But eventually I read it, I was like, oh, this is this is not bad. Like, I, why was I even delaying? It's pretty decent. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Anywho. So, yeah. Oh, I'm... Um, <laughs> yes. Let's do 36. 36. Which book do you think was ruined by its movie adaptation? I know there's plenty. And I know you are not a movie, movie person. But well, is there anyone you've been curious about? I know. Oh gosh, yes. There is a movie I have a vendetta against. So there's <laughs> one of my favorite books is Pride and Prejudice. It's like one of my all-time favorites, forever mm. top three. I love that book so yeah. much. Mm -hmm. It's not my favorite Dave Austin, but I love that book. And I love the BBC adaptation from 1995. Watch it all the time. Mm. The one that has Karen Knightley and the pigs. Oh, in dear. It. And that is the one on the list, list of movies you must watch before you die. I am, I know, I saw it, I am scandalized. <laughs> that movie, like I, with the pouting of Kara mm -hmm. Knightley, the pigs running through the kitchen, like the whole thing is just so... They Hollywood so, like the Hollywood, Hollywood delized it too much. Yeah, like I, I recognize the fact that the Bennets weren't like... Um, uh, what you call it they weren't rich people mm -hmm. but i don't know that they had pigs in their kitchen like and <laughs> i don't know that they were like you know like they were part of the landed gentry i want to believe that they could have a i don't know paddock at the back where the pigs Please, were at I, least. I didn't imagine pigs really just I, dancing around i just i'm bothered by that whole movie the whole thing just and it's a lot of people's favorite adaptation because of the length it's, it's accessible in length mm. but i just don't like that one that's like my worst one that mm. every time i see it I be, i'm like no i own it because somebody gifted it to me because like oh you love pride and prejudice here yeah. like, mm. <laughs> um recently uh one, one of my favorite books rebecca okay yeah i know rebecca yeah. And Netflix did an adaptation. Oh, yeah. I saw the the preview, and I was like, okay, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. Ah, Nami for cop, man. Nami for cop. I should not. Someone should have warned me and just said, I mean, fuck it. Don't watch this movie. If not, you'll be angry. And I watched. I watched it, and ah, Odumigon. He paint. I'm. I'm still pained, because. It's, 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 cl it's clear. The, the, the differences were too clear. Do you get that? You could yeah, tell yeah. when they were making decisions that, oh, you know, well, maybe let's not completely do it like the book. I mean, it's a movie, you know, people have to like see the yeah, imagination. Book they, that... As in they overdid it. Now it's, it's a basic, I mean, if you're watching it without reading the book, yeah, you might actually enjoy it. It's, it's fairly decent. But when you've read the book more than once, 
and this book is in a special part of your house. Like you don't put it on your bookshelf, it's inside a box because you don't want air to destroy it. And then they do that. Ah, no, no, like, I'm a little bit pained. Now I'm even more afraid of what they are going to do with this secret life of Baba Sagi's wives. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just not going to watch that because Moabudi is in charge of that project and we all know um, how things end yeah. up. <clears throat> okay, let me not let me not be too upset. Yeah. We're going to focus yeah. on the positives. <laughs> okay, so another question. Uh let's do um number one. Ah. Uh-uh. Okay, okay, okay. No, it was number one game. All right. Um, which books do you consider classics? Like, how long must a book have lived to be considered a classic? Mm-hmm. I think for me, I consider a classic to be something that is old when compared to the country's like literary history. So, so like, if okay. I'm talking about like a book, and I'm like, oh, like, so if I was talking about a book by say like that like, is like a, a book by english people i'm looking mm-hmm. at a book that is anything older than like a hundred maybe even at this point 120 years mm-hmm. so i'm looking at a book by like nigerian or african um writers i'm thinking of okay at least um like maybe a hundred years 50 years depending on how old so like i wouldn't expect like nigerian literature from 17 something because mm. we were doing oral narrative or if we were writing we don't still have the yeah. evidence of the, what we were using to write and all of those things those things maybe are lost forever i know we had our own traditional writings in different ethnic groups but maybe mm-hmm. we don't have what people had written and i know that our own literary heritage a lot of it is oral yeah so if I'm looking at like writing, I'm looking at, at the book, um, I'm going to like drop um, at your book club, um, the Indulgent Bibliophile Book Club, the um, Efu that we read, I would mm. consider that like a classic, even though it's not like a hundred years old or anything like that. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, I'll consider classics, depending, it depends on the history of the people and the history of the people's writing. That's how I determine whether it's a classic. Mm-hmm. And I know some people say classic, depending on whether people like it. Like for example, Rebecca is kind of a Classic yeah, I, I, I do type that a classic. Yeah, yeah, it's like a modern classic because it has such a cult following and it's mm. not a written book and all of those things. But I, yeah, so yeah, it, it could be that could also be classic yeah. if it has that much behind it. But yeah, to me, I usually look at age of the book compared to the age of the book yeah. profile of the book compared to the okay. people's historical um, literary. Because I, about you? well, personally, I think I get a little when I see um, copy for a book and they are calling it, the, like the book literally came out two minutes ago and they're calling it a modern classic. And I'm like, how do you know though? Like, are you, are you, are you seeing into the future? You can't just, you, the book just came out. You can't call the book a classic. And they were doing this thing yeah. a lot when an orchestra of minority came out. And I'm like, can you people simmer, simmer down? Okay, like, let's chill. The book well, just well, came out. I, I mean, I, you you know when this book came out and I read it, I was like, this guy is trying to win an award because that book was written for that man wrote stuff. for award. He wrote. Ah, ah. As he I was wrote reading it, I was like, Baba, relax now. Is it not the I'll same right. story? <laughs> we get it. Like technically, we he he ticks all the technical boxes. Hmm. The yeah. technicalities. Oh, the story is so simple, but the technicalities mm. of And I'm like, ah, ah, is it that serious? <laughs> oh, please chill. Okay. So me, about classics, yeah. Mm-hmm. Classic. Okay, my one for classics is, I feel like 20 to 50 years, if, if the book still has relevance in the space that we're at, and then it can still move you, I will, mm-hmm. I will target a classic. That's fair. Yeah, I that's agree. how I, I, I think my good one. That's really fair. I agree. Mm. That's true. I'm going to start thinking of it that way. True. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Oh, well. oh, fuck. Okay, so we're almost out of time, so I cannot continue with the random questions. I'm just going to wrap up okay. with like a few questions I have. Can you okay, describe cool. yourself in five book titles? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> that is. So difficult. Um, yeah. Let me think. Wow, in five book titles, really? Yeah. 
Um, I will pick Persuasion. Um, mm. Not only is it like my favorite Jane Austen book, but I'm also really influenceable. Like Bookstagram has not been a good place for me to be because every day I'm like buying something because of people. <laughs> of yeah. people it's, and what it's, it's, it's stressful, I, but I do not apologize for that. Nope. You are, you are leading me down a bad, a bad path. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, let me just tell you people this. Um, uh, let's tell the story properly. I know the name oh, is not just happened in real life. Yeah. But let's tell the story properly because I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I, I like, I like the, I like to be like, okay, let's, let's talk about something about how it happened, how mm. I, something I can say, something I would say. So I, I would say, let's tell the story properly. Number two. Um, let me see what else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Um, I'm just looking through my office hours um, by Katrina Jackson and I'll say office hours because I'm always working okay. and I'm always working because I'm always reading so maybe if I put the book down and just did my work did my work <laughs> when I was supposed to do it Maybe I could close and do the reading, but no, it's like work 15 minutes, read like five to 10 minutes, work 15 minutes, read five oh, to 10 minutes. Okay. That's, that's why I'm like constantly working. So yeah, office hours would be one. That's three. Um, moving targets by oh. Victor Daniel Calio. Um, okay. And that's because of course, I think everybody has, constantly shifting targets you want to achieve something and then you move blah 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 and then my final um book title uh i will pick um uh i'll pick the boyfriend project because hmu hit me up oh yeah. okay okay yeah i've been so wanting to are... read that i don't know what's stopping me and it's on script mm. wanting to read it it's okay. Check it out. I won't say you must, but if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's that shady. I'm not being shady. It's, it's okay. It's fine. Okay. I had issues, but I had issues because I'm that kind of person. I'm a loyalty person. So, but yeah, check, check, check it out. I think you like it. Okay. Well, that's nice. Well, this has been fun. It so has. Far. Yeah. I really, so well, we really, need, we really needed this. Yes, we did. We did. Um, I did, definitely. <laughs> To those of you who are listening right now, if you need to, not if you need to follow Jite, you should follow Jite on Instagram. Her handle is now underscore booking. That's N-O-W underscore B-O-O-K-I-N-G. She gives like the best reviews, you know, and she's kind to everybody, unlike me, because, well, my eyes are tired, so if the book is not, if I'm not feeling the book too bad. <laughs> but yeah, you should definitely follow her on Instagram for um, romance and all fun books. I don't, you really have bad days. Really? Yeah. Not for, like book-wise, you really have, is it, okay, let me just ask this last question. Okay. When you're picking out um, books to read, do you already have a metric system that you know, okay, this book, I'm definitely going to enjoy it. Or then this book, I'm just reading it to see if I'm going to enjoy it. Or this other book is trash. I'm not trying that. Do you have a system? Yeah. I do. So um, I, I I try to read books that I think I'm going to like. Sometimes I read books to push myself. Like I don't think I'm going to like something. And then I end up really liking it. Or I end up really mm. not liking it. And then sometimes I read things and I'm like, I expect, oh, I'm going to love this. Yeah. And then it's like absolutely horrible. But I always, um, I don't like, on, okay, let me put it this way. On, um, on Goodreads, like my average, I think of like maybe 3.1, yeah. which I think is like mostly positive. Like most things I'm like, eh, about. Mm-hmm. I don't like everything, but I try to find the good in everything and most things you can something something is really hard i know i've written the book i was talking about earlier that the author was like a, a romance by a male author that was so bad mm-hmm. like this was somebody that like was like oh please would you read my book and i'm like okay Aww. and so i finished reading and it was so bad and i had to be like it wasn't for me yeah. but it's not easy to write a book like when you see me say that kind of yes thing, yes you know I'm i've, I've actually calmed down because of that because i know the emotional stress 
that goes into writing a book. So I'm I'm calming yeah. down now. I'm becoming kinder in my old age. Yeah, I say things like, well, they finished. They finished the book. They finished, Abio, the they finished it. <laughs> That's why I always start most of those kind of things with congratulations for finishing this book. Yes. yes. Yeah. Try. <laughs> it's now. not easy to finish. It's, it's not. not easy. That shows perseverance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe writing may not be your special skill. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is mm. important in life, in everything in life. Writing, you can take or leave, but perseverance will take you far. Yep. Amen to that. So, Cool, cool. Okay. So please follow GT. That's at now underscore booking for all things fun and the really cool book. Oh my god. I've been what wait, were you drinking all this while? No, why? Blood of Jesus. So you made me to be the only drinker in the interview. Oh my gosh. I'm like I'm a terrible drinker. I'm I've never been <laughs> I have the weakest stomach in the history of mankind. I can't even yeah. Like we going to alcohol, it's like roast my inside. I'm, not, I'm like uh, I'm like a toasting oh. drinker. Like let's have a toast to your birthday, and then I have fantastic. a fantastic yeah. sip. So and that's it for you. I'm like yeah, I like that kind of work. And it has to be like sweet wine. So oh, of course. Yeah, like like Riesling or something yeah. like a sweet like wine or something that's almost mm. juice adjacent. So like miss me with the like really cocktailish cocktailicious cocktail. I'm like once <laughs> okay. like, my stomach is burning. Oh, <laughs> my stomach is burning and it's going to burn coming out the other end as well. Oh. Darn! At least you have books. At so, least I have books. They don't. If I have nothing stomach. else. Yeah, there's books. books. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I actually got through this this um, interview in one piece because I I have been like sipping gently on whiskey since around five. And I was like, oh, wow. you have to prepare yourself. I mean, you have to prepare yourself. You cannot come for cold. Cannot make mistake. So yeah, we thank this. There's a God. Oh. Thank yeah. you. And I'm always like, I'm drinking. I'm always like, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> Every time you say that, I respond that way. Like as if it's like, I'm your, I'm your chorus girl. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is definitely going on the tipsy podcast. That's, that's what it'll be. So, yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks. And we will chat soon. All right, then bye. Bye. Bye.